Welcome to one of the most fascinating podcasts on the planet, Jerseys and Heels, bringing women into the game. Hi, I'm your host, Haley Hunt, and I am bringing you behind the scenes at what real life looks like for some of the biggest names and most inspiring people in sports. And now for this week's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Jerseys and Heels episode. I have no idea, but I do know that this is the last episode of the season, I think. What do you mean you think? Uh, well, I've never done a podcast before and I didn't know there were really seasons and like you broke off and I have a friend who started a podcast a few weeks after I did and they're already out with their last episode of the season. So um, let's just go ahead and wrap this thing up. Okay, season one, I feel a little bit of accomplishment uh, and that just means that season two is gonna be unbelievable. So if you're listening, uh, grace and mercy, thank you for that because I look super ratchet right now. Didn't really do my hair. I appreciate all of you who are watching, uh, embracing all of my um, straggly hair, you know, and I don't know. I, don't, I probably have something in my teeth. Guys, uh, this episode is going to probably be uh, one of your favorite because number one, it's me and you get Haley all to yourself. I don't have to share the time with anybody, which I love sharing my time, but I also know that there are going to be some things that I probably talk about here that I wouldn't talk with uh, another person. And also, the last episode was crazy. If you watched it, guys, it was a little ADD. So congratulations on getting me all to yourself. First thing I want to say, if you've watched or listened to my podcast and you are a fan, I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you for the support. Thank you for uh, being there for me and just listening. If you've stumbled upon jerseys and heels, I my heart is that you may think I'm weird or crazy or whatever, but that you would have been inspired at least once uh, in your listening. Second of all, I want to talk about the best of the season. The best of the season. Wrap it up with uh who my favorite people were, where my favorite places were to film this podcast, what is going to be on season two, who is going to be on season two, what are our special celebrity guests gonna say and ask, and also what were the substantial inspirational moments uh, of season one. So that's coming up right after I share this beautiful quote that I have on my desk and you know it just reminds me when I work every day but it also reminds me of this past season in all of the people that I have interviewed and all the money and the status and all of those things being able to ask the questions that I've asked them and really get to the heart of the person this beautiful quote by Thornton Wilder says money is like manure it's not worth a thing unless it's spread around encouraging young things to grow. That is what I know a lot of these celebrities feel like. Their money is worthless unless they're doing something amazing to impact a life. And so no matter how much money you make, whether you are a barista or you are an attorney and everything else in between, 
are you using your platform and what God's given you to impact lives? And if you haven't, email me at team at jerseysandheels.com and tell me what you're passionate about. And I'd love to encourage you in that way and kind of maybe help you figure out what your higher calling in life is. So with that, let me just go over our guests that we had on the show. Y'all, we had the only African-American kicker in the NFL. We had a guy that played in the Ice Bowl, like the first Super Bowl ever, and got like hypothermia or something. Uh, we had Brandon Marshall, one of the greatest receivers of all time, and also, oh, Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, one of the funniest guests of the season. We had the beautiful, inspiring Tony Presley. Uh, she plays for the Orlando Pride soccer. It was just incredible. We had the owner, the founder, the grandpa of the family of Matt's Organic Orange Juice. Who doesn't like Matt's Organic Orange Juice, right? Payson Park, y'all. We were at Payson Park where all the billionaires and all of the royal family keep their horses, okay? As I'm looking back, I really, I don't give myself enough credit or give this podcast enough credit, but we did some really cool things in this season. So, oh, wait, we had an Olympic track star, Ernest Wiggins. That was amazing. He explained what it was like to be in the Olympics, to actually be like his feeling right before he heard the gun go off to sprint the four by four. That's crazy. Uh, we had Jim Corbett, who is a financial planner, but he used to be a former NFL Cincinnati Bengal, and now he is a missionary in Africa. Like guys, it was wild and crazy, and his story was amazing. And we also, who were the other people? Oh, we had our beekeeper, Eric Ball, big brother to the Cincinnati Bengals. He kind of unveiled uh, what really happens behind the scenes in the NFL and how to take care of these guys that are your favorite players, your husband's favorite players, your brother's favorite players, and what real life is for these guys off the field. So that was such an incredible opportunity to talk to him as well, plus our location was off the chain. And then we ended the season with none other than the Bahamas Daddy's Club. Guys, they are three hilarious they're like my big brothers. I mean, little brothers, sorry. They're all taller than me. Well, except Andrew. But Andrew is literally about to be a pro golfer. And these guys were just freaking hilarious. And we we had a lot of fun. Plus, we were in the middle of the Bahamas. So who wouldn't have fun filming a podcast in the middle of the Bahamas? Seriously. Uh, I know a lot of you guys were asking me about the podcast co-host that I had in the beginning of the season and now she's not here anymore so I'm gonna definitely address that and also we are going to talk about who is going to be on season two of Jerseys and Heels and if you have any suggestions email me team at jerseysandheels.com email me if you know anybody or you have a connection or you're him or her and you want to be on my podcast Hit me up. I'm taking all submissions right now. Okay, so. What a way to start a podcast with number one, the only African-American kicker in the NFL. And not only that, 
he played soccer. And not only that, he never kicked a field goal in college, ever. That's like being a doctor without going to med school. That's like being an attorney without going to law school. It's literally the impossible. So the number one thing, obviously, that we started with is inspiration and believing in the impossible. So John Brown, thank you, bro, for all the inspiration that you set. You set the tone right here for season one of Jerseys and Heels. But we also learned a little bit of humor and fun things about him, like his favorite show on Netflix. We also started the season off with a kombucha tasting and we talked a lot about just believing in the impossible. So thank you, John. Our next episode was Brandon Marshall. I think if you don't know Brandon, well, he's one of the most jovial humans you will ever meet. And he is now an entrepreneur and businessman that inspires everyone on social media. So you need to go there, learn some tips. He's like the new Gary Vee, I think. I don't know. I loved this episode because number one, we talked a lot about our story and how we met and the inspiration that came from that. I also think that it was really meaningful to me because to hear the or see the fruition and hear his heart from seeds that I planted a long time ago, I think wasn't, it, it's not really, it's not about me. It's hopefully an inspiring thing for you guys to understand that just one moment in life can change somebody else's life. One little seed, one moment that you take uh, for someone else can literally impact them, can have a ripple throughout their whole entire life. And that's kind of the situation with Brandon. And it was so refreshing and beautiful to see the fruition from that moment that I had in high school to reach out to this kid. And now, you know, we're talking about the impact that it made in his life as an adult. So that was really cool. We talked about plant-based diets, which a few of my uh, guests have definitely um, base their diets now on and so we're learning a lot about that as listeners uh, even if you love meat which guys FYI if you didn't know uh, I am almost a vegan except I love a big rack of ribs I love a steak and I am a weak girl for burgers okay so I'm definitely not vegan but plant-based diet is the majority of my diet but does that even make sense I don't even know then we had Tony Presley. She's beautiful and amazing. This was my favorite moment of Tony Presley. You got five minutes to tell them literally whatever you want. It's our generation. Mm -hmm. What do you feel like our generation needs to hear today, right now in this country? I think just be kind to each other. I even have a little tattoo here to remind myself. It can be hard sometimes, but I think that's one thing that we can always control. I think just being kind and having an open heart to each other because we are so different, but. I love her, she's so inspiring. And I'm so proud of the girls at the Orlando Pride. Three of them were on the World Cup. Marta is playing in the World Cup for Brazil. I mean, it's just insane, uh, the talent that is here in Orlando. So hopefully I'm getting to go to a game very soon. Then we were in Payson Park, where the billionaires keep their horses, Queen Elizabeth, the sheiks from Iraq. Guys, that was amazing. 
And if you haven't seen the episode, uh, it's absolutely beautiful. It literally looks like a white beach in the middle of, I mean, like in a desert or on a beach, there was just no water. It was just absolutely beautiful. But I will tell you that we are gonna go back to Payson Park for season two and hug and kiss and ride these horses and maybe even meet some of the owners. We had uh, Ernest Wiggins, that was amazing. What an inspiring guy. This was one of my favorite moments of Ernest Wiggins episode. I can all, I honestly say this, we are very blessed in the United States, mm -hmm. but we're very blinded and narrow-minded here as well. Yeah. Cause I always also say this, travel as much as possible, not to London, not to just France, right. not to just, uh, Scotland or Italy, yeah. go far go east. Yes. Yeah, go go to a place you can't even pronounce the country. Right. You will see things, beautiful people that you've never seen before, and they can wow. jump, run, and swim like no other. If you listen to that podcast, or if you haven't, you need to go back and listen to it because it was really one of the most inspiring podcasts that we had. And then we obviously had one of the funniest guys. He is one in a million. Uh, totally throws me off every time we talk. His answers are, you can't even guess what's about to come out of his mouth because it was just so bizarre and hilarious. Oh, now we're gonna order? Yeah, we can order, we can do whatever. How? We're we can talking. talk and eat. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, so that I can be me? Oh, me sideways, let's go. <laughs> Here we go, that's all I need to hear. For all my viewers out there that don't like the F word, Oh, welcome, sorry. Chad Johnson. I apologize. Mr. Chad Ochocinco Johnson, eating ribs, smoking cigars, and talking about life. What's your biggest regret in life? None. Oh, well, you know, I, I always say none. I made some mistakes, but if I didn't make them, what would I learn from? Of course. You know, this life doesn't come with a pamphlet and instructions. So I, I don't really, I don't regret anything. I needed those mistakes that I made and they made me a better person. Like if he, if he believes in competition, guys, cause I'm not a competitive person, okay? Like I don't do well at competition. I think, you know, I don't think everyone should win, but I also don't care if people beat me. Like I just really don't care. This dude is, well, here's what he says about competition. Are you still competitive? Yes. Even if I played you in like, like yes. catchphrase or Anything. pool or air hockey. Anything with my kids, everything, everything to me is about competition. It's about destroying my kids until I can't anymore. It builds character. Oh my gosh. So do you get mad when you lose or do you not lose? I don't lose to them. Okay. I can't lose. Okay, have you seen my daughter run? No, but I heard she's unbelievable. Oh my God. Where when I train with her, I really have to go. Wow. Which is scary, I mean, not scary, but yeah. at the day where it gets to the point where I'm not fast enough and she can beat me, that's the day I start tripping her. <laughs> In the moment when I asked him if he lets his kids win or beat him ever, uh, one of my crazy favorite moments with Chad as well is his love for orca whales and his hate for SeaWorld and I, ironically, I love SeaWorld. I actually have a season pass for SeaWorld. So season two, I'm trying to get Chad Johnson to come to SeaWorld with me 
and us do an episode at SeaWorld. So I don't know if you guys think that's a great idea, but I do and we're doing it. So see you there. One of my most inspiring, impactful moments this season was when we asked Jim Corbett, who was a former NFL player for the Cincinnati Bengals, is now a Africa or a missionary in Africa and a financial planner. What would he tell this generation if he filled a stadium up with people our age? And this is what he had to say. What do you feel like our generation needs to hear right now in this country? Put down your iPhone. If you had 20 or 30 year olds in Paul Brown Stadium, 80% of them would be looking at their phone. Wow. Even, even during the game or even whatever. I'd probably be Instagramming in church. It. So, so listen, wow. you know, like how can you be relational? I, I know we've sold the nation this bill of goods that multitasking is a good thing. Mm. Well, it's not. Multitasking destroys relationships. Wow. There's a time to multitask, but it, it is not. When you're sitting with somebody in a stadium, you're supposed to be having fellowship. You can't have fellowship on that iPhone. Wow. And so I would say that we were raising a nation of foreheads. All we see is their foreheads. Wow. You go to McDonald's, nobody looks at you and says, ha, ah, glad you're here. They want to know what number you want. All you see is their forehead. Wow. The reason why this impacted me so much is because I am a multitasker. I try to be multitask, like tasking all the time. I think that it's uh, one of those things, this lie that I've believed that um, the more things I can do at once, the more I can get done. And, and, and a lot of times that is true, okay? Like multitasking, we all know we can drive with our knee while we're texting, eating a sandwich, and yelling at our kids all at the same time, and closing a deal. Like. But with this cell phone situation here in our generation, I think that this is a huge thing for all of us to kind of take in and realize that we are, we are definitely raising a generation of foreheads. If you cannot look up to tell the barista what kind of latte you want, or you cannot look up to pay the girl at the gas station then we have a problem and um, we're teaching our kids that and so i'm just encouraging you guys and us all together as friends and listeners and family here at jerseys and heels let's get better in this area it's huge it's a huge area um, donald trump huge huge okay uh area that we can all grow in be more present and try to really put your cell phone down for five seconds and really take in moments, you know? Not everything needs to be filmed, not everything needs to be put on Instagram. And I get the idea of like trying to share your moments and those kind of things, but really it doesn't do anything. It really just takes away from me enjoying the moment because I've got to get this on social. So uh, I'm really trying to work on that. And so he definitely impacted my life with that comment about putting your phone down. In the beginning of this season, there were two of us. I did have a co-host, her name was Sam, and if you were wondering, I know a lot of you guys were and have asked me about it. Uh, you know, a lot of times in life, you start journeys and sometimes they don't end the way that you thought and it, that's okay. 
And Sam is amazing. She's insanely brilliant. She's going to do amazing. I'm so excited. If she starts a podcast, I'm going to tell you all about it because I want you guys to go support her. If you want sports news, she's going to freaking kill it. Her um, skills are stunning and I'm really proud of her. And so, but we decided to split ways and that's okay. And so jerseys and heels will always have a place for Sam. She helped start this podcast and I really appreciate everything that she ever has done for me. So let's talk about who the guests will be on season two of jerseys and heels. Well, I've got a whole list y'all. Parks Bonifay. Okay, pro wakeboarder. How we met was freaking hilarious. And I'm trying to wakeboard on an episode. So while eating ice cream or something, I don't know. Number two, the head of Madden. Whether your husband plays it, your brother plays it, your wife plays it, your son plays it, uh, you've heard about it, John Madden. It's the biggest, I mean, one of the biggest video games in the world we are going to bring in the head guy and actually go to the headquarters at EA and show you guys all the behind the scenes of how Madden is ran. He's the guy who pretty much chooses the guy on the front of the cover. Maybe Joey Fatone from NSYNC. Joey, we want you on our show. Ladies, we are going to have Ed Hyman, the tailor for the master's jackets. Now guys, to have Ed do an episode with us, would I would really have to manipulate and brainwash him, promise him some breakfast or something, because he does not give interviews because he is so private and he also honors his uh, time at the Masters for 40 years being the tailor for the green Masters jackets. Like he is the one who designed these green Masters jackets for the winner of the Masters Tournament. And I, I think that is absolutely amazing. So we are gonna have one of the top black belts in the world. We are gonna have a Top Gun pilot, pro golfers. We are gonna have a few NFL players, wives of NFL and NBA. Hey, true wags up in here. We are gonna have some wags on the show. You can send in all your questions because we are going to ask some questions that they're not really answering on basketball wives okay or on bravo or e or wherever the show is posted we're gonna get the real answers here on jerseys and heels we are going to go to louisville and we are going to uh, do a podcast from churchill downs where the kentucky derby is every single year but we are going to have some amazing guests on the podcast for season two so many people to look forward to guys it's gonna be amazing oh and one more person that i didn't even say but maybe it's because i was gonna keep it as a secret but i think he's gonna be the first episode for season two ladies if you don't know who i'm about to say google his face okay he's the pretty boy the bad boy of college football <laughs> i would say both mr lane kiffin we are going to be filming in south florida lane we can't wait to see you on season two of jerseys and heels you will be our first episode so honey get ready to set the tone i just wanted to say guys thank you so much for listening to jerseys and heels when i first started this podcast i didn't even know what to do i didn't even know how to do a podcast but i am so grateful that i did something that i didn't know how to do and i just figured it out and so that's my word for you today is to just figure it out 
It doesn't matter if you don't know how to do it. It doesn't matter if you don't know what you're doing. Just figure it out. Ask people, YouTube, Google, whatever you have to do. Ask people who are doing it before you. Get with a friend and do it with them. Whatever you have to do, you'll figure it out. But don't let not knowing about something hold you back from doing what you dreamed of doing. I didn't let it hold me back. And now I have a freaking podcast, which is crazy. And look at all the goodness that would have been missed out on if I wouldn't have just taken a step in the right direction, one step at a time and figured it out. It all came together. So that's my encouragement to you today that if you don't know how to do it, just figure it out. That's pretty basic, right? Just figure it out. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to Jerseys and Heels. I will see you next season, which is in a few weeks. <laughs> On Jerseys and Heels. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Jerseys and Heels because they are more than jerseys and we are more than heels. I hope you had a great time. Come join the party on Twitter and Instagram. You can also like and subscribe. We want to hear from you wherever you are listening, iTunes, Spotify. And then if you'd like to email us, you can email us at team at jerseysandheels.com.
Excuse I, me. I have a question. The young lady just walked in. She has on yellow tights, like yellow, yellow leggings. I'm not sure where she went, but can you just tell her I love her, please? I am so serious. This is part of your tip. Just tell her I love her. And let me know what she says. Thank you. Sorry about that. Okay. He does love her, though. It's the weirdest thing. We're, uh, it's not weird. It's a beautiful thing. Okay, wait. So is that an 85 cigar? No, this is uh, Why are you not smoking your own? You can. If I sold drugs, if I sold dope, I can't use, I can't get high on my own supply. Same concept. Do you have uh, any at home? Yes. I do. You want one? Yes, I okay, would. Cool. I'll go order some online. In fact, how about we'll give some away to some listeners. I think we should do that. I like it. Oh, wow. Guys, he even has his own line on Instagram. I'm going to follow you. This is awesome. <laughs> oh my God, this is so exciting. Okay, guys. And if you're just listening, the food showed up and so we're, we're sitting here, Chad's smoking a scar. We're in both Adidas. He's in a cute black sweatshirt hoodie with pink and purple Adidas stripes. And he has a big rack of ribs in front of him. I'm um, on a diet. I'm not, I don't have any sauce on my ribs. You're on a diet? Yeah. So yeah. I'm a football fan. Unfortunately, I don't, I, I try to learn, you should see my golf swing. I know you hate golf. golf. I can kill golf a golf sucks. swing. I, it, it's you know why? Because it's hard. Because you have to stay concentrated and patient. Football is hard. Football. Playing soccer is hard. You're right. I mean, but golf is like boring. To me. Okay. To me. I mean, everyone likes it. It's a hobby that a lot of people do, especially when once they're retired. A lot of. Do you play in golf tournaments when you're asked? Playing golf, I mean, I play FIFA. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. Uh, I have some football questions for you. Are you ready for them? Yeah. Do you miss football? No. You don't? I don't. Okay. I did it for a very long time. Well, I would consider being at the average career is what, two to three years? I played 11, 12, maybe. Got a year in Canada because I left abruptly because of my dumbass decision. I played long. I played long and I did it my way. I didn't conform to how they said I should have been. You know, I remain the same. I, in a sense, just played the game like a little kid. And I, I did pretty good, I think. Good. I think I did okay. Yeah, you right. did okay. So um, as a quarterback, somebody that you didn't play with, now or old, like whoever it is in the world, who would have been your dream quarterback? Dream quarterback? No, no hurt feelings, but who, who would it have been? Um, freaking, I played with Tom Brady too. Didn't do much there. The and system, what happened there? Yeah. It's not not really not really a good system for the receiver. An outside were. type of receiver. You know, it's more. I mean, you know, people watch. You know, their their team. Everything is is worked from the outside, from the inside out. You know, these small slot receivers that use the tight end a lot. Even the running back sometimes. I mean, the only person that that was been there that was a predominantly outside receiver that actually dominated from the outside is Moss. Now he's a diff he's a freak. He's that's someone like that comes along every 20, 30 years. So it's different. Other than that, you know, Tommy Boy was was probably would be the person I, I would name. Wow. Yeah, he, that, that was fun. He's he's you know what I don't like? You see Tom Brady, you see the PC Brady. You know? The media, they don't get the re the, the, the public, the masses don't get the re the real guy. And I hate that. 
I hate that they have to put on that image as a quarterback, you know? Being perfect. Just, yes, like, man, saying all the right shit, like, oh, I'm cursing, I'm sorry. You're awesome. Oh, it's okay. You did? What'd she say? Okay, cool. Thank you. I love you. But it's like, it's weird. Wait, what are you doing? I'm just listening to you. You can hear me? Yeah, I'm okay. making sure. Okay, but Brady's cool, man. Um, that's really nice of you to say about him. You know, if, I've never had the opportunity to make Frank, meet Frank Sinatra, right? But if I had to compare, like, give him to the people outside, forget, would you see Brady at the podium? If I had to say what he's like, personally, Watch Frank Sinatra interviews or watch him talk and just how smooth and charismatic he is. That's what Tom is like. But then you get him, he gets in front of the freaking thing and everything's like perfect and like Peyton Manning. He, he, ever watch Peyton? Everything's like, dude, come on. So perfect come on. and everything. Yes, man. Like, no, man, that's not. That's you not feel them. like football players or athletes in general should be more uh, risky when it comes to... Well, some can't because, well, especially in the quarterback position, you are the face. So then you have to do that. You have to be that way. And there are a few people that are... You have the Richard Shermans, uh, the Marshawn Lynches that... Are you proud of those guys for being crazy? Or well, that, are you that's, like... their, that's their personality, though. Yeah. So in some, some mask it and some don't. But then also, when you, when you mask it, it's like... It's like, uh, it's playing it safe. You don't have to deal with anything. Yeah. Then you have myself. I don't care. You know, I'm here to have fun. This is me. Take it or love it. You know, it, it is what it is. But I, I was not changing. I was not conforming. Come hella high water. I don't care. Because when no one knew me, this is how I was. They always say, act like you've been there before. I'm not going to lie. I haven't. Which is why I had fun. You know, you know what it took? You know the struggles and the, the bullshit I put my grandma through? to get to this point, now all of a sudden, now I gotta tone it down, be humble? Uh, <laughs> I mean, be humble, no. Oh, you know what I went through to get here? I'm gonna, a lot. Gonna, gonna, gonna ball out. Um, you in your prime, and him in his prime, who is the more dynamic receiver for the Bengals, you or AJ Green? In my prime? I like AJ. What? Yeah, I like AJ. Wow. I mean, I, I got it done, but he's much more consistent. Wow, AJ, if you're he's listening. Much more consistent. That's really nice of you to say to him. Now, um, when I was on, though, when I was on, oof. And not only, I would tell you what I was going to do and go do it. Like when you were in a... Like I would, tell, I would tell you in the media, media week, this is what I'm going to do and go out there and do You know how hard that is? To actually follow through and do exactly what, what you tell the media you're about to do. Good to do. In a game on a team that is playing for you all week. Opposed to AJ is quiet about it and still gets it done, but I think my way is a little harder. Yeah, when you put yourself out there yeah. and then people are expecting you to do something. And you still pull it through. Hey, more power in, to in you. A, in, a, in a game that where you don't control the outcome, you got 10 other guys that everything has to go, I don't know. Do you, do you believe that it, that's the speaking, it, speaking into existence or you think just confidence really made it happen for you? Confidence to work. Confidence in the work. And then also, the serious part of it, studying the opponent. Wow. Right? So if people are listening that are playing football or need to get better, that's your, what would you say to a young athlete that is, wants to be the best football player? Study your opponent? That too, and then you have to understand your strengths and weaknesses. 
and not only you understanding it, but whoever you play for, your coaches, putting you in a position to your strengths. That's really tough when your coach doesn't do that. Oof. Yeah. That really screws a the, lot the, of young the, guys. That's where the coaching comes into play. Knowing what each player is good at and putting them in position. All it is is a chess match. Wow. In yeah. the game, NFL game. <laughs> Who has the best chess players? Obviously the Patriots. Yeah, the Patriots are pretty uh, amazing. Patriots fans are going to be really excited about hearing you say this. Um, so who was then the best receiver of all time? Of all time? Yeah. I guessed what you were going to say. I'm going to your Moss. I love Jerry. I love Jerry. I thought you were going to say yourself. No, fuck me. <laughs> fuck me. I'm on, I'm on some, I mean, Jerry was great during his time. He was great, you know? But watching Tia One Moss in person, that, that's unreal. Wow. We're not, we're not seeing anything like that in a very long time. And we have some great players playing right now, but that's, I don't, I don't think people understand. Forget the numbers. Forget the numbers. I mean, just the specimen, the type of receivers. Like, that ain't coming around for a long time, man. Yeah, that's crazy. What did you love most about football? Competing. My favorite. Competing. Are you still competitive? Yes. Even if I played you in like, like yes. catchphrase or Anything. pool or air hockey? Anything with my kids, everything, everything to me is about competition. It's about destroying my kids until I can't anymore. It builds character. Oh my gosh. So do you get mad when you lose or do you not lose? I don't lose to them. Okay. I can't lose. Okay, have you seen my daughter run? No, but I heard she's unbelievable. Oh my God. Is she going to college? Well, yeah, well, she's going to be a freshman in high school next year. Oh, okay, amazing. But it gotten to the point where when I train with her, I really have to go. Wow. Which is scary. I mean, not scary, but yeah. at the day where it gets to the point where I'm not fast enough and she can beat me, that's the day I start tripping her.